Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, guys, the Utah Jazz get another nice win. They're now 4-0. Tonight it was against the Houston Rockets. This is the Hoopsner postgame show. All right, so the Jazz come out, and they looked a little blasé, but honestly, they probably had, you know, you can probably accept that because this Houston Rockets team is not very good yet. I think I, they have a lot of pieces I like. They have the the makings of maybe a future here with some of these guys, but right now, as of today, and how they play, play together, the Houston Rockets are not there yet, for sure. Let's talk about... Uh, them a little bit, then we'll talk about the Jazz. Furby Jr. is in the chat. What, welcome, Furby Jr. Um, uh, the story of the show for the Houston Rockets, one, is Jalen Green, and I really like Jalen Green. I feel like this guy has a chance to be a really elite scorer in this league. Kind of looks like he might be a Bradley Beal type. Maybe better because he's got good size. Uh, he's really skinny, um, but he's got good length and size, and he's just young. So it's going to take him a little time to fill in, to develop, but you've seen all the things he can do in summer league. He was absolutely electric and he's got the moves and you could watch him tonight. You could see that he has the makings of just a guy that knows how to score in the NBA, whether it's working around a pick and roll, pulling up from anywhere on the floor, things like that. He's just got to figure out how to make winning plays and not just be a scorer. And I think that's just, that's what every rookie does. And and especially rookies that are this young as he is. But tonight, the, the shot was just not falling. 3 for 16 from the field. Uh, 0 for 8 from 3. The, the three, bo 3 ball was just not there for him. Uh, 3 assists, 3 rebounds. Uh, you know, 13 points. Uh, despite that, you know what? I really like what I see from him. You know, you're not looking at these guys and just saying, hey, what's the box score? And, and let's make a judgment on this guy right away. It's like looking at what he does, how he moves on the floor. Can he handle the ball? Does he look confident? Is he getting his shot? Some guys can't get their shot off, you know? That's why Matt Thomas is never going to be anything other than just like a end-of-the-bench person. Because he can't get his shot off. But Jalen Green can, you know? And he might be hitting a wall a little bit in terms of just how he's being guarded. And teams are, you know, he's going up against a Utah Jazz team that's a top-10 defense. Easy. And that's going to be a struggle for a rookie. You've never done that before. You go up against Rudy Gobert at the rim, you've got to learn how to do that. And he's never done it. So tonight was his first flavor of, you know, elite basketball, at least from the Utah Jazz. And I honestly liked what I saw. I liked the ability of him to weave around. He can get his shot off. He can pull up from anywhere. He can do those things. He's got good size. He blew by to the rim multiple times. He'll figure it out, but it's going to take some time. We also got a lot of Shen Goon. Alperin Shengun. I believe I'm saying that right. Uh, 5 for 12 from the field. Uh, 3 for 4 free throws. 14 points. He actually looked pretty okay to me. Although I will say one thing that gives me a little pause is when he was guarding on Donovan Mitchell on the perimeter, Donovan just blew by him like two or three plays in a row, and the Rockets had to adjust and change because, you know, the foot speed might not be there. And so that's, 
you know that's tough if you're if your foot speed's not there you then you're probably a center and even then you've got to figure out how to be really effective if you're not that great on on defense you better be really really good on offense like and the thing that's nice though is it looks like shen goon has the makings of an, being a nice offensive player he's shown that he can shoot the three he's got that kind of old school inside back to the basket game so we'll see what he turns into and you know he is young maybe it's just a matter of him learning angles and and how to guard because you know, not everything is just pure athleticism on defense, but man, he got blown by a couple times. So we'll see what happens uh, as he goes. Uh, you know, Kevin Porter Jr., I wanted to watch him tonight. He got pulled. I Like, I don't believe he even played the second half. Uh, I could be wrong, but he played the first half. And he's one of those guys that I have a hard hard time getting a grasp of how good he is. Because we, could, we know he can score points. Tonight, he just scored just five points in 18 minutes. Really just didn't impact the game at all. Uh, I didn't come away from any this game really knowing much more about uh, Porter Jr. So it's kind of tough, you know. And this is a team that there's a lot of guys on this this Rockets team I'm not familiar with, but they're young guys I really liked. I actually felt like this draft for the Rockets was fantastic. Uh, I wanted to see more of Garuba, but he only played 10 minutes. So I wonder what's going on there. Uh, but anyways, that's pretty much the Houston Rockets. I will say, I mean, and this probably is something that Rockets fans want, but they might be the worst team in the league. And that's not necessarily bad because if Jalen Green is the guy, but it's going to take him a year or two to develop, go get another pick. I don't know what their pick is this season. Let me know in the comments. But, uh, you know, you need two or three, like, you need two or three star players to really get to the championship. And so what you're doing when you're rebuilding is you're looking for those two or three guys and then developing them. And then as they, when you find out you've got those guys, then you put the role players around them you need, and then you go. And right now they're in the process of finding another star because I think Jalen Green is that first guy they need, but they need another one. And so maybe it's Chet Holmgren in this upcoming draft. We'll see. But the Rockets are going to lose a lot of games this year. That's for sure. Uh, all right, let's talk about the Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz tonight played really well although i don't know what to take from this game honestly guys i want to see the jazz play someone good you know it's looking like that sacramento game was actually more impressive than we thought because that team is playing really well and has some really nice wins and utah went toe-to-toe -to -toe with them easily and won and so tonight i'm not gonna lie this game was boring because utah just has the talent to just decimate teams like this Rockets team and honestly a game like tonight is why I don't put a lot of credit into the net rating stuff like sometimes you'll hear some of these national guys talk about the Jazz net rating and things and and how good it is and blah 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 well it's because the Jazz have a system that just destroys teams like the Houston Rockets that are young super uh raw rookies and stuff like that inexperienced guys and the jazz system just destroys them because it like leads them to Rudy Gobert and Rudy Gobert just obliterates them at the rim, which he should. And he does. Uh, but you know, the Rockets are bad and the jazz beat teams like the Rockets all the time by this amount, you know, it's unbelievable. And so it's hard for me to take a lot of things from this game. Uh, I will say Rudy Gobert has been incredible this season. Uh, Rudy Gobert is the reason you blow these teams out like this. Uh, tonight in 27 minutes, which is nice that he only had to play 27 minutes, 14 rebounds, 16 uh, points, uh, one block, and he was 71% from the field. Rudy was incredible tonight. Six for eight from the free throw line. Just crazy good. 
Uh, the other guy that, you know, we were watching tonight, just seeing how he would go. And Donovan finally had kind of that overall nice game, although he only scored 15 points because he only had to play 23 minutes. Uh, 15 points, uh, six assists, which was nice. And that's a thing that Donovan Mitchell is doing. And you could see it definitely in the first half. Donovan Mitchell is facilitating. He is moving the ball, finding open guys. Honestly, there were two or three threes that were missed that he set up. He, he, I think Donovan behind Mike Conley is the number two uh, potential assist guy. If you go to NBA.com, the advanced stats, they have potential assists. And Donovan is number two. And honestly, this season it's going up because it looks like he's really focusing on on playmaking. So six assists tonight, 15 points for Donovan. That's a Mike Conley-like line but really good. Uh, it's crazy how good Mike Conley is. He's six points, four assists, uh, played 23 minutes, and I love it. Mike Conley's incredible, and he gets some rest, and he should get rest against a team like this. And you've got to give Quinn Snyder credit for having these guys rest and not playing them too much because you don't want them playing. The Jazz need to figure out a way to get through the season without injuries, and that's exactly what they did tonight. Uh, let's talk about some guys that I'm really excited about. Uh, the Jazz bench is looking crazy awesome. First, we got to give credit to Joe Ingles, who was 5 for 11 from the field, 4 for 9 from 3, 14 points and plus 18. He was on fire. Fantastic. He was just great. Joe Ingles uh, is a great shooter and a great bench player, and he and the fact that he's kind of finding a nice groove is nice to see. 26 minutes. Joe Ingles actually played more minutes than Royce O'Neal, Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, uh, Boyan Bogdanovich. I mean... And Rudy Gobert only played a minute longer than him. Joe Ingles almost led the team in minutes. That's crazy. Uh, but played really well. Uh, Jordan Clarkson just continues to play really well. And it's funny that the percentages aren't as good as you'd think, but it feels like he does impact the game in a nice way. Tonight, uh, Jordan Clarkson, six rebounds, uh, three assists, and he scored 16 points. Solid Jordan Clarkson night. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The two guys, and really the guy I want to talk about, and this guy is going to get the hot takes out of me, you guys. Eric Paschal. I had no expectations for Eric Paschal when he came to the Jazz. Just zero. I, you know, because he didn't even really play last year for the, the Warriors when they got all their guys back and they weren't tanking for guys. And, and Pascal has come and played for this Jazz team. And I thought it honestly was just to make Donovan happy. And I was fine with it. To me, that was like a good idea, a good move. What he's done has changed my perception of how the Jazz can play in the playoffs. It Honestly, I go from 
not having expectations at all with Eric pa- with Eric Pascal to now wondering if he is the thing that gets the Jazz over the hump in the playoffs because he is now multiple games stayed in front of his man. Something that other Jazz players outside of like Royce O'Neal and Rudy Gobert can do on the perimeter. Honestly, it's been it's been really impressive and he did it again tonight. He was holding guys in front of him. And he probably had his best game as a jazz man tonight. In 21 minutes, he was four for five from the field, two for three from three, uh, three for five from the free throw line. I mean, Pascal just filled the stat sheet tonight. He had four rebounds, two assists, one steal, 13 points. He was awesome. Just awesome. I, I honestly am so impressed. And if he can do that stuff, and if you have a guy who's now in his third year, and don't be surprised if this is kind of a leap for this guy, because guess what? He was like second team or first all-team rookie. I mean, he had an awesome rookie year. Did not play last year. Last year, his three-point percentage does go up. Like, he actually improved last year, but played less minutes. So quietly had a really uh, nice year last year in terms of just development. And now, he looks like he's improved again. His three-point percentage coming into this game was better than Boyan Bogdanovich. He was 33. Boyan was 31. Uh, and so you look at him and you look at the toughness he brings. You look at that defense that he's bringing. It's an element the Jazz are missing. And I'll be honest, I started to wonder if he should be starting at some point for this Jazz team. If he can do this with consistency and defend like this, it changes this Jazz team a lot. Like a lot. I mean, if you have a Jazz starting lineup that you want to go more defense-minded, Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, Royce O'Neal, Eric Paschal, Rudy Gobert. There's going to be games where you play someone like Paschal like that, and guess what? That's a defensive, that's a monster defensive lineup, especially when you consider how often Donovan Mitchell is getting his hands on basketballs right now. Donovan Mitchell had like five deflections this game. He had two assists or two steals. Donovan is like 1.9 steals per game right now. I don't have the exact number after tonight's stats, but two steals per game is about where he's at. And that's a career high. And guess what? They track they track deflections. And Donovan Mitchell, I, I want to go check it on, on um, NBA stats, but I would not be surprised if Donovan is like top 10 in deflections right now. He is getting his hands on basketballs. So it's nice to see. Uh, I'm, I'm impressed with what we're seeing from Eric Pascal. He makes the right play. He's not turning the ball over. He plays, he's like impacting the game. I mean, he honestly, has he learned stuff from Draymond Green and bringing it over to the jazz? You know, what a great mentor for Eric Pascal and a guy that could teach him. And if he can just become an average three point shooter, but play this level of defense and pass the ball like this. I mean, he honestly moves through and passes the ball kind of like uh, Draymond Green does. He's not dribbling it up like Draymond Green does and handle it. Uh, but anyways, uh, it's impressive to see. So really nice to see. Hey, James, for some reason, my post notifications were just noticed. We're off. Just noticed you went live. Well, you know what, Elliot? I'm really glad you're here. Baby Elliot Matson, right? Baby Elliot Matson, Welcome to the channel, Elliot. Let's- it's just, it's just good that we're all here, all right, guys? It's just really good to be here. The Jazz are 4-0. They look incredible, but I, I'm not going to lie. I, and I already said this earlier. I want the Jazz to play someone good, honestly. I was, like, sleepy by the end of this game. 
you know? Sleepy. Because the Jazz are just blowing out these teams. And guess what? The next game, I believe they're playing Sacramento. I can't remember for sure. Sacramento looks good, so it'll be fun to watch that team. Uh, the other guy, obviously, we were happy to see tonight play and get his first NBA points and buckets was Jared Butler. Jared Butler is a good defender, guys. He's another guy that goes out and just defends. Uh, you know, the stat line tonight, not huge for Butler, but he was a plus 18. Uh, and that's because he's helping out on the floor. He had two block shots. Jared Butler, two blocks. Uh, and he does uh, just defend. He keeps in front of his man. Uh, the guy is just really good. Three assists for Jared Butler. He's an impressive player. And a night like tonight really helps because it just gets him more acclimated. You know, playing these teams like the like the Houston Rockets, which is honestly a, a summer league team right now until they develop and get better and, and whatnot. You know, it's a nice game to get Jared Butler minutes. And so this was great to get him a little, because you can tell he's been a little nervous and he's been like frenetic trying to get his buckets. And tonight he did. And that's nice to see. Uh, let's see. Where does Rudy Gay come in when healthy? I don't want him to take all of, of I'm guessing you're saying, I guess you mean uh, Pascal's minutes. I don't know. But Eric Pascal needs to play, and Rudy Gay needs to play because Rudy Gay, Rudy Gay's really good. You know what I? And we've talked about this before, but there's there's a world where we see lineups, and this is a lineup I want to see when it uh, at some point. But I want to I want to see something where we have like Donovan Mitchell, Royce O'Neal, Eric Pascal, Rudy Gay, and like uh, Rudy Gobert. And I want some a lineup like that when the Jazz are up by like 20 points, you know, in the third quarter. Run that lineup out and just choke out the other team. You know, just suffocate them. Because if you have Pascal playing like this defensively, if he can do this all year, guys, the Jazz have a gem. He, They really do. That type of defense is impressive. And he's playing that at the four spot. So he, something tells me, I mean, if he's playing that at the four spot, not every power forwardy in the league is going to blow by him. And you watch what happens with Boyan Bogdanovich, where you had the Denver Nuggets just attacking him over and over again. We saw tonight he got blew by a couple times as well. Uh, if you can have Eric Pascal and he can hold uh, opposing power forwards in front of him, something that should not be this hard for Boyan Bogdanovich, but he's struggling. If Pascal can do it, that's impressive, guys. And the same goes for Rudy Gay, who we know is dominant. And it's nice to see that he's getting healthy. Uh, so he can come back and be 100% because the Jazz are kind of relying on him to be good. Even play Eric Pascal and, and Rudy Gay at the at the center positions. Uh, you know, power forward center and just switch everything, you know. That type of lineup is going to be fun. This Jazz team has so much depth and so much versatility. They can do so many different things with their with their depth. I mean, honestly, Elijah Hughes, and he's someone I really like, is what, the 14th best player on this team? 13th, 14th, something like that? I mean, it's unbelievable the depth on this Jazz team, uh, which makes me wonder, I mean, if if by trade deadline you have Eric Pascal playing like this every night, you have uh, Rudy Gay come in and play really well, you have the Jazz just, an, a, you know, you have redundancy of talent, maybe you can go to Sacramento and try to get a Harrison Barnes or something. Or maybe you can go to... Uh, the let's see the Portland Trailblazers and get Larry Nance or something like that. If the Jazz have this much abundance of talent, you have too many guys to even play. Go out and get someone. You know why not? And we haven't even mentioned Hassan Whiteside, who's played four games now and looked awesome. I love Hassan Whiteside's rim protection and I love his nastiness. I love this. I love how he's not afraid of anybody. It's fantastic, guys. That's all I got to say tonight. Really, I mean, this is not a good. Uh, 
Not a good Houston Rockets team. Just really not. And it was nice to see the Jazz come out and just kind of dominate this team uh, that, that you know, should have been, uh, uh, should have beat them like this. They did. And, uh, and they did. So it's nice to see. All right, guys. And Elliot, I'm not seeing you in the All-Stars, All-Star level. I thought we were All-Star. We'll see. Uh, if not, then we'll wait until you're there. All right. So current level. Uh, let's see, guys. All right. These are the All-Stars that give, uh, that make the, that make things happen. That get the buckets that have developed into someone who gets uh, gets their team in the playoffs every year. Let's let's see. We've got Joshua Joshua Hansen, the Danish destroyer, Kelsey Hamer, the hammer, and one Anton Warren, Ezekiel Ricebe, the man from down under, JT Buckets Wardell, Austin R. Grant, the editor extraordinaire, Eric C., the C stands for champion, Donald Schooley, schooling all of us, DW to CB, Darren Williams to Carlos Boozer, Jorge Arizaga, mi amigo de abajo, Leah, Lee Christensen, driving the lane, just in time, just in tie, H., Patrick Kakubo, the connoisseur, Robert Hall of Fame, and DW Jazz going all the way. Let me refresh this just really quick and just make sure that we're giving credit where credit's due. Uh, let's see. Because I do not want to miss out on someone who deserves it. Yes, Elliot, baby, Elliot Madsen, our latest all-star on top as well. Give him his credit. Give him his flowers. He deserves them. Jazz going all the way, DW. I agree. We really did steal Eric Pascal, And there is a small chance that the Jazz get that pick back. You know, how crazy would that be that they literally get Pascal for, like, nothing? That would be, whew. As they say in the chat, DW says, fire emojis, baby. Mm, that would be just perfection, guys. I would love it. I would love it. All right, guys. If you haven't already, like and subscribe to the channel. And you know what would really help? If you join the channel to support it. It helps the channel grow. It helps me create content. And I it just it makes me very happy. So I appreciate everyone who supports the channel, who's joined it, and everyone who subscribes. Share the channel with your friends, guys. I appreciate it. The more you can get it out there, the more people will watch it, enjoy it, be part of these live streams. By the way, here's another thing I want to do. And let me know in the comments and maybe in the chat here. But I'm switching to Ubo TV because I'm thinking of doing jazz watch parties together. Like, wouldn't it be fun as a channel to watch the jazz? uh together i'm thinking of doing ubo tv to do that plus it's going to save me some money it's like you know i don't want to pay direct tv if i don't have to if it's cheaper to go to ubo tv plus then i can watch it on this computer with you guys watch the jazz play whoever they're playing and to me that's really fun so i'm thinking that's what i want to do and i don't know if we'll be able to do it every game but we'll try let me know if that's something you want to do that would be fun so Guys, like and subscribe to the channel. Join it if you can. I appreciate it when you do. 